You're listening to The Lively Show, episode 90. Welcome to The Lively Show. I'm your host, Jess Lively, and this blogcast is designed to uplift, inspire, and add a little extra intention to your everyday. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you so much, as always, for listening. This week, I am in Chicago with Mr. Lively. We're doing a work trip since Mr. Lively still works for a company in Chicago and based in New York as well. We are going to be doing some pretty frequent trips every month or so, and this is one of those weeks. So we are working in Chicago and have a friend's wedding this weekend. I'm so excited for Bernard. He is a friend of mine who I've known since I moved to Chicago many years ago, and we actually ran the San Francisco Marathon together, the women's race, in fact, and he was one of the few men running the race. Along with all of us women, he had his cell phone number on his back and said, I'm running 26.2 just to meet you. And I had the phrase wing woman on the back of my shirt and he got many phone calls, but sadly he is now off the market. I am so excited for him and Kristen and we'll be celebrating with them this weekend. Today for our last guest on the August Mindfulness Month and the summer series as a whole is none other than Jada Selner, the co-founder of simplegreensmoothies.com. You may know Jada online from jadaselner.com or from Simple Green Smoothies along with her co-founder, Jen Hansard. She is going to, in this episode, explain how she got into green smoothies in the first place. She's going to share the transformation that has happened in her life by making that simple swap, one meal or one snack per day. And she's going to talk about how this accidentally became a business. They have over 300,000 people following them on Instagram, and they have over 300,000 people in their email list alone, which is insane. We'll be going a little bit into the marketing that has helped them grow that massive business for any of the business buffs out there. But the focus of the show will really be on how these simple steps using green smoothies have changed their life and their health for the better. Let's go to the show. Jada, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me, Jess. I'm really happy to be here. Let's start with your background. Tell us how you got to where you are today. Yeah, well, I am the co-founder of Simple Green Smoothies. It's an online health and wellness website where I have the coolest job in the world. I get people to fall in love with kale and spinach, but I didn't always like kale or spinach. And uh, to actually be drinking it every day was a little bit of a journey to get to where I am today. So in 2011, my aunt actually introduced me to this thing called green smoothies. And I remember she was really just saying how great they were. Like, hey, this person was drinking green smoothies every day. They lost weight. And I was like, wait, what? Like (laughs) my, my ears perked up and I was like, tell me more about this thing where she lost tons of weight. And she actually took me to Trader Joe's and I watched her putting bags of kale and spinach into the grocery cart as well as pineapple and mango and berries. And I was freaking out. So we went back to her house and she was actually putting all the ingredients into a blender. And I was like, there is no way this is going to taste good. Like I'm at freak out mode to 110%. (laughs) And she blends it all up. And I'm like, okay, wait, how many ingredients are in there? Like a cup of what? A cup of this? I don't understand. And then I had my first sip and it was love at first sip. 
I was a person that never ate veggies, you know, except if it was like corn and potatoes. And so I had my daughter and my husband try it and my daughter actually liked it. And I was like, whoa, this is interesting. And so we actually just started making green smoothies a part of our daily kickstart for the day. For me, it was my breakfast because I felt so full off of a glass of green smoothie. And I was just constantly making them every single day. But you had never had it before 2011? Never had a smoothie? No, not with kale and spinach. Did you know they existed or did they just... No, I had no idea about green smoothies before the summer of 2011. And I wasn't a smoothie maker either. I wasn't the person that was making fruits and yogurt or anything like that. That just wasn't a part of my daily diet. And within three months of drinking one green smoothie a day... I had more energy, like I was ready to work out. I was like, I want to cleanse. I want to take a little break, you know, from food and just like see how my body feels. And within three months, I lost 27 pounds. And that was just a game changer for me. And I had to spread the word to as many people as I could. Like, you guys, this is the real deal. Like, you have to get a blender. You've got to get these fruits and veggies. And so I actually got my business partner, Jen Hansard, hooked on green smoothies with her family and kids. And her kids were one and a half and three at that time. My daughter was three and a half. And our whole families were hooked on green smoothies. So this was something that we just had to share with the rest of the world. And at the time, you're kind of mentioning this weight loss component to it. Is that why you recommend it or what was really going on there? No, I think that's such a good question because it actually wasn't about weight loss. I actually didn't even know that I was overweight. This summer of 2011, actually, my husband and I had just moved from Kauai. We had a brick and mortar business that we were running there. I say it was failed business number one. We were really burning out with our health and just burning out our relationship, trying to run a business and raise a toddler daughter together. And so we actually decided to move back to California into my in-laws house, which was <laughs> was not ideal. And I was actually feeling really dark and depressed in this space. And so I just felt like I didn't have control of the food that was coming into the house. I didn't have control of what things my daughter was being exposed to at those times. You know, I didn't have this private space to really control. And so I felt really depressed and out of control in that moment. And this one thing that actually tasted good and made me feel good in my body was the one thing that I grabbed onto. And I was like, I have control of what I put in my body right now. And I never felt like that before. And so it was a huge shift for me to feel energized and excited and refueling the passion that lived inside of me to actually start business number two. What about when you were in Kauai, when you were in control of your food? Was it different then? Uh, no, I was never into health. <laughs> like, I... <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't matter whether you're the in-laws or not in that regard. Yeah. And, and I didn't realize until I saw a picture of myself after three months of drinking green smoothies and I compared it to uh, the month that I was visiting my aunt in that summer. And I saw the side-by-side -side picture and I was like, oh my goodness, I had no idea. It wasn't like I gained weight. It was like I gained just like sadness and just being discouraged about that I didn't succeed in the business that I started and that I was living with my in-laws. And so I was gaining a lot of negative energy versus like thinking like I gained a lot of weight. Yeah, that's an interesting way of looking at it. I gained a lot of sadness. And so over those three months of eating smoothies, even while still at the in-laws, the only change was eating the smoothies that alone eliminated the sadness, if you will? Yeah, absolutely. It gave me this new energy. 
I started craving healthier foods, which never happened in my life. I call green smoothies the kickstart. It's like the gateway drug to healthy eating. And so for me, it just unraveled this domino effect of other things that I wasn't even trying to do. It was like, all of a sudden, I want to eat mushrooms and tomatoes, and I never even liked these ingredients. The biochemistry inside my body was naturally changing without me dieting, without me trying to change anything. It was just naturally happening, and I was craving less of the junk food and craving more healthy food. And it's amazing how we don't realize how sluggish and tired we feel from the food that we put in our bodies. You know, we're like, oh, I'm just too tired to work out. I'm too tired to like cook a healthy meal. And it's because it's the food, the bad processed foods that are weighing us down and making us feel moody and kind of in a funk or snapping really quickly because we're not feeding and fueling our bodies in the correct way. Yeah, I found it really interesting when you said your biochemistry was changing. What does that mean? Yeah, it's pretty crazy because I actually, I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a health coach or anything like that. And with our community, it's not about that. It's really tapping into how do you feel inside your body. And I've read some articles of that your biochemistry does change inside your body of like what it starts craving and realizing, oh, my body is full because I have all the nutrients that my body needs to thrive, the vitamins and minerals. But anytime that we lack those vitamins and minerals, we are still hungry because our body is searching for real fuel, not empty caloried foods. So let's talk about Simple Green Smoothie. So you get Jen into this. Was she resistant at first? Um, you know, Jen is awesome at like taking risks and trying new things. And I just said, you have to try this. We actually were starting a parenting blog at this time. And I was like, you just have to go to the grocery store. Here are the ingredients. And she's like, all right. And she went on an epic grocery trip with her kids. And Jen and I both started green smoothies with crappy blenders. So at the time when I started, I had a magic bullet and she just had some like $60 wedding gift blender that was collecting dust in her in her kitchen. And she got the whole <laughs> family involved. They're like, all right, you guys, we're making this smoothie. And it had leafy chunks and everything because it was just an old blender. But her family actually liked it too. And so we were just like, how do we get this message out to more people? And so we were doing that originally through our parenting blog that we started. That's all before Simple Green Smoothies as a thing was a thing. So how did that get started? Simple Green Smoothies was actually never supposed to be its own website or anything like that. We were just passionate about reaching other busy, overwhelmed moms that were just like us that just wanted to get good food in their kids' bodies. And so we were just thinking like, how can we share the green smoothie lifestyle with more people? And so actually a year later after we started our parenting blog and the green smoothies, we started an Instagram account just called Simple Green Smoothies. A friend kind of said, hey, you've got to start Instagram and just share your recipes on there. And I had so much resistance to it because I was like, not another social media platform. The only people that were posting comments on our website and social media accounts were my mom <laughs> and my cousin who did not have any kids and was not married. So uh, those, those were our fans. So I always like to say we all have to start at zero. 
there was a lot of resistance to starting that Instagram account. But when we did in the summer of 2012, and I'm taking pictures just with my iPhone 3, and then I begged my husband for an iPhone 4 to like upgrade. And I was like, oh my gosh, we just started sharing just green smoothie recipes. So this was a lot different than what we were sharing on our parenting blog, which was arts and crafts, how to be more intentional with your kids and just traveling and getting out and seeing the world and being a little bit more minimalist. And this was our first time where we were hyper-focusing our messaging to just talk about one thing. And that one thing stuck. It became a snowball effect from there of just sharing one green smoothie a day on our Instagram account. And influencers started seeing our account and actually giving us shout outs. And so now we have over 360,000 Instagram followers, but we started at zero. How do you think you got the first, let's say, thousand people following? Yeah, that's a great question. My friend, who was the one that encouraged me to start the Instagram account, she actually has a million followers on Instagram and it's My Healthy Dish. And she's like, if soon as you have enough photos on your feed, where it's not just like three random photos, but it's like a full feed of photos, I'll give you a shout out. And and she had maybe like 15,000 followers on Instagram. And once the feed was ready, she did a like, hey, check out at Simple Green Smoothies. And we got 800 followers. And we were like, oh my God gosh, this is amazing. From there, another person found our Instagram feed because I was interacting on social media and like, I want to check out your boot camp. And so she was a fitness Instagram account and she gave us a shout out. And I think she had maybe 25 to 30,000 followers. She took a screenshot of our entire Instagram. So you see like nine beautiful photos of green smoothies and we got 3,000 followers and we were like partying, like this is amazing, (laughs) 3,000 followers. And I always just believe that just getting like those 1,000 true fans, if you're trying to get a message, an idea, a product or service out into the world, that if you can find 1,000 true fans, the momentum will build from there. And so- Hitting that first 1,000 was a sweet spot for us, for sure. That's amazing. And now you've grown and it pretty much exploded. I know for those business buffs out there, they're going to be wanting to know, how did you get to the 300? Like where you guys are at now? Because you have yourselves as co-founders, you and Jen, and you have your support team. We're going to talk about smoothies and health in this episode. But are there any uh, tips there for the business buffs? Yeah, definitely. As far as a business takeaway is just focusing on one social media platform. I love what Jonathan Fields says, to find the one where you shine the best. And so it's like being able to find where you can shine the best on just choosing one. Again, it's like coming down to like choosing one thing at a time to build the momentum first. So it's like find that one social media platform and really engage and connect with your community through that place. One thing that I say is social media is like a dance party. Your website is like your home, that's your house. And then your email inbox is like your bedroom. And so you really have to provide content and value where your people are partying, which is at the dance club. So providing as much valuable content for us, that was full recipe on the actual social media caption. Instead of saying, hey, click here to our blog to get the full recipe, we put the entire recipe with raw ingredients, with exact measurements right on Instagram. And that's how we were able to build trust with our community because they got the content. They saw our dance moves where they were hanging out instead of saying, hey, if you want to see my dance moves, you got to come to my house first, which is kind of creepy. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll just go into the bedroom and I'll show you my dance moves. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I just saw magic mic last night because I've got that on the break. (laughs) 
I love what you just shared there. We've seen different platforms get big and then shrink as the followings go elsewhere. You've obviously really committed to Instagram. How do you feel if like, say, Snapchat or Periscope or something gets big and you're only in one place? What's your thought on that? I think it's important to diversify. So we started with Instagram and once we built that momentum, we are on Facebook and we have over 260,000 fans on Facebook. And the biggest thing is we made sure to create that exchange where people felt safe to come into our bedroom, which is our email <laughs> email list. And so we have over 300,000 email subscribers. So our fan base is very diversified and a place that we're kind of playing on right now is Periscope. And it's like we have the time and the bandwidth to explore another social media platform. But we started with that one to kind of hyper focus at first. That's crazy. You have the bandwidth now that you have all of those hundreds of thousands and all of these other platforms. Somehow you actually have more time for the new one. How does that work? What's the math on that? <laughs> yeah, I think the math is growing a team. <laughs> so... There we go. I was like, wait a minute. How are you having more time? I feel like the more people are following me on Instagram, the more time I'm spending to manage it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we have a community happiness specialist. They help with our email inbox, Instagram, Facebook, website comments. And now we can kind of play and dabble in other arenas too. Are all of those 300,000 on your email list in your bedroom, if you will? <laughs> did they all come from this Instagram or... Are there other things you did that helped build the other aspects of things like email lists, et cetera? Definitely our original pool started from Instagram because that's all we had at that time. And we actually hosted a free 30-day green smoothie challenge, which is what we do now four times a year. That is how we grew our email list. We had 30,000 on Instagram, and then I think it doubled to like 60,000 as the challenge started. And so then we had 30,000 email subscribers on our email list from our very first 30-day green smoothie challenge. And this is all marketing with heart. This is not paying for Facebook ads or affiliate marketing. No one was spreading the word about our brand except for fans. So word of, of mouth marketing. And just one more business takeaway for the people who are building businesses with purpose, create a free offering that's better than someone's paid product. People will spread the word about the transformation that you're serving them like nobody else's business. It's a lot easier for someone to say, hey, you want to sign up for this free 30-day green smoothie challenge I'm doing next month versus, hey, want to sign up for this 30-day green smoothie challenge I'm doing? It's $15. And that stranger has no idea who we are and like what's a green smoothie, but there's no risk involved to sign up for something that's free, amazing, and also gets people results. Yeah. And I've done your smoothie challenge and loved it. So I am one of your 300,000 in your bedroom. <laughs> yes, you're a rock star. You are an official rock star. <laughs> Let's move away from the business back to the big juicy details about these smoothies. So this is mindfulness month. What do we have to know when it comes to being mindful and incorporating green smoothies? Where's the connection? I think with mindfulness, it's really a habit that you kind of have to cultivate for yourself. And that can be anything. And, and I think I keep coming back to this one thing, and maybe because I've recently read the book, The One Thing as well as Essentialism, and really coming down to the core of what you need the most right now. I think there are so many options, there's so much information, there's so much research we're just overwhelmed and people just pounding us with more content, more how-tos, more to-dos that we actually don't even know what to do. If we can come back to the simplicity of being mindful of like, what is the one thing that I need the most in my life right now, then making the choice to choose just one thing to focus on is going to 
cultivate that presence and mindfulness in your life. And so for me, I wasn't trying to diet. I wasn't trying to work out. I was just like, hey, this one green smoothie is working for me. What would happen if I just consistently did this one thing every day? And it's very intentional. Mindfulness is being intentional and present. And so for me, that green smoothie was a habit that I was intentional about cultivating into my everyday life. That's beautiful. So actually, when's your next 30-day cleanse? Yes, uh, October 1st will be our next free 30-day green smoothie challenge. And then we actually do a live community cleanse for our program called Fresh Start 21, which is like the next step. After you drink one green smoothie a day, you're craving healthier foods, but how do you kind of eliminate the overwhelm of what healthy eating is? And we really solve that problem for our Fresh Start 21 community where they're drinking one green smoothie a day along with plant-based whole food meals. It's great to have the heads up. And for anyone that's like, oh, that's so far from now, don't worry. You guys have tons of free recipes on your site and in your Instagram account as well. Yeah, we send a lot of leafy love notes uh, every (laughs) week with free green smoothie recipes. So hop into our bedroom onto our free 30-day green smoothie challenge. And we share lots of fun tips gearing you up for the next challenge. What's your favorite smoothie? We are creatures of habit. So beginner's luck is my go-to green smoothie. It's uh, two cups spinach, two cups water, one cup mango, one cup pineapple, and one to two bananas. If you're making it for a kid, I would start with two bananas to just add that extra sweetness. These are ingredients that are so easy to find at any of your local grocery stores, Trader Joe's, Whole Foods. I always have frozen mango and pineapple in my freezer. What other things besides more energy have you noticed because you've been incorporating these smoothies into your life? I think it's just like this, it's like this underground railroad of community and connection that we can all come together and share about doing something healthy together. I'm just so in love with our community that we serve, that we get to just share this one simple habit with everyone. And also that this was the kickstart to doing something that I absolutely love, being able to make a difference in people's lives, being able to take care of my family financially and being able to serve my family. Like my husband actually makes more green smoothies than I do. (laughs) (laughs) Why is that? He's just the one that's always up a little bit earlier than I am or like just ready to get the day started. I'll be working, but I'll be in my pajamas. So he's just kind of the one that's like ready to get up and go a lot sooner than I am. So he's a great green smoothie maker. What are some smoothie tips we should know about if we're smoothie newbies? What are the tips that help us make the best smoothie possible? If you don't have a high-speed blender, like a Blendtec and Vitamix, don't freak out. You don't need to have a high-speed blender. If you have just a regular blender, you can actually blend your leafy greens and liquid base, usually water, first, just to get rid of all the leafy chunks, and then add in the remaining fruits and ingredients and blend again. Just to make sure you don't have spinach in your teeth, that is the number one tip to follow. Also for busy families, if you kind of have to start the day really early in the morning and you don't want to wake up the rest of the house or you're leaving at 7 a.m., you can actually make your green smoothies the night before and then just put them in a jar or a cup with a sealed cap to not let it oxidize and get all mushy (laughs) and just do a quick little shake in the morning and then your family is good to go. One more tip would be for kids. If your kids would freak out about something green to actually put it in a concealed cup and use a straw and they will have no idea that they are drinking spinach. So now I'd like to shift degree slightly and talk about something that's really important to you. 
which is embracing imperfection. Why is it such a big theme for you right now? You know, I love to say to take imperfect action and embracing imperfection. I think we are really, really hard on ourselves, especially as women. And for me personally, that I think I have to always have it all together, all figured out, feel super confident in my decision making. Sometimes we just kind of need to have more compassion with ourselves. Sometimes our relationships are rocking and sometimes our business and our finances are rocking and sometimes our relationship with our kids are rocking and sometimes they're not. We have to be okay with the buckets in our lives, not all being full at the same time, but being really intentional about the imperfect action that you're taking in all the pieces of your life and just knowing like I'm doing the best that I can. And I think that's something that we really share with our Simple Green Smoothies community is we are real women. We are not hardcore health enthusiasts. We're not raw foodists or anything like that. We are about embracing imperfection and how we approach our lives and our health. So we let people know that we have Friday night pizza night with our kids. You know, it doesn't have to be 110% perfect in how we eat because I think there's so much judgment, not just from the outside world, but how much we judge ourselves for how we're eating, how we're relating with the people that we care about the most in our lives and to really just embrace that imperfection, embrace the chaos and the mess that's happening behind the scenes. I think we are all hiding behind veils sometime and that creates the disconnection in our lives because we're not willing to show up unless everything is perfect. And that's whether that's in business, you don't want to launch a product unless it's perfect. You don't want friends coming over to your house unless it's perfectly clean. You don't want to go on a double date night unless you and your husband are like 100% connected. But then we create all this disconnection of doing things that make us happy and joyful and actually create more connection in our lives. Is this something that you personally struggle with or is this something that you've embraced fully and you just want to help other people do the same? I definitely embrace imperfection in a lot of areas in my life, but I catch myself, especially actually with the house thing, because we actually live in a two-bedroom condo, and my husband and I actually really love bringing people together, and I notice all my friends have houses with big backyards, and we're like, oh, there's not enough room for like the kids to play in our tiny little apartment. That creates a lot of how often we might interact with the rest of our friends because we're not creating this open invitation to just come into our like small tiny house. And so to me, that feels like I'm not embracing the imperfection. Like, hey, you guys, we might tell your kids to like not jump too much because we're on the top floor and people are below us. That would be an example of where I I can struggle with that imperfection where I'm thinking like it would be perfect to have friends over if we had this like big house with the great big backyard. What do you do when you feel that way? I usually will actually start inviting myself to my friend's houses now. So I'm like, (laughs) let down the veil and just like, hey, do you want to get together for dinner at your house? Like I have a couple of close circle of friends that I can do that with and I don't feel bad for imposing an invitation to be in that bigger space or having just kind of like an intimate girls night or even like we have a pool and jacuzzi at our place. So maybe we're not hanging out inside our tiny apartment, but we're actually, let's go have wine time and the jacuzzi together downstairs. Oh, I love that. That's a really great idea. And it's, I wouldn't have expected you to say, I just invite myself to their big yards and their big houses. But hey, <laughs> it's a really, really awesome way to look at it. The space exists. It just may not be a part of your life right now. Yeah. And I will even say, uh, not this 4th of July that just passed, but the year before, one of our friends that has an amazing backyard, we were just like, hey, um, 
wouldn't it be cool if we all just set up tents and we all just camped in your backyard and we made it happen? Like we totally did it. I have the ideas of how to bring people together, but sometimes I don't necessarily have the space. And so I think I try to be resourceful and like, you probably didn't have the idea for us to come together, but I've got it. And I know the perfect place is your house. I love that. And your friends don't hate it. They're not like, oh my God, no. now Jada's has got a new, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> invited the neighborhood over to the house. <laughs> They're pretty cool. And I happen to know you've got two secret projects on the docs that are going to be released soon. Do you want to tell us about them? Yeah, so the first one is we actually have a book that's coming out this fall. Uh, We're super excited. It's kind of one of those dream bucket lists to be like, hey, mom, I'm in Barnes & Noble. But we have a green smoothie recipe book called Simple Green Smoothies that will be coming out in the fall. We have a 10-day kickstart to create that simple one-day green smoothie a day habit and over 100 green smoothie recipes a little insider, since I'm giving you the little secrets of what's going on, is there will be a kid-friendly section with amazing popsicles, a green smoothie that looks like margaritas, and even a whole chapter dedicated to smoothie bowls. Ooh, is that like acai bowls? Yes, yes. But we kind of, you know, obviously we're adding in the greens and playing with different toppings. That's really important for us is to find ways of just adding in those leafy greens to get those phytonutrients to kind of kick off all the nasty stuff that's going around, especially during flu season. What's the tip on the bowl smoothie? What's the difference between a liquid in a cup and a bowl? You actually lessen the liquid and you want all of your ingredients to be frozen so that it thickens up the texture of it. And sometimes it's just nice to change it up and not use a straw or gulp the pulp, as I like to say. You know what? I want to use a spoon today. And it kind of creates more variety in how you're consuming your leafy greens and fruits. And what's the other secret product? We have a 28-day meal plan that our community has been begging us for. We have the Fresh Start 21 Cleanse, which is a little bit more hardcore for someone who needs kind of the step-by-step from morning to night, this is what I'm going to eat and really eliminating kind of all the foods that build up a lot of toxins in our body. And the 28-day meal plan is really about just incorporating more whole foods that your family will also enjoy. So there'll be bigger meal portion sizes that the entire family can enjoy. It'll be vegetarian-based with a meat lover's guide. So for those who want to add in the extra protein through animal-based products, we have some options to make that happen too. And you guys are just cooking this up on your own in your kitchens right now? Oh, yeah. We've got recipe testers from our community as well as our rock star team also test the recipes. And this is really like the quick, simple meals that you want to be able to make for your family during the week. And then we also add in a couple little bonus breakfasts and lunch options that you can play with to add to your recipe arsenal, but not feeling like you have to make the meals. Do you ever feel like you're going to run out of ideas and you're going to be like, I have made all the green smoothie combinations that are possible? I think there's probably a limit to how many different green smoothies and recipes (laughs) that you can make, I'm sure. But as far as running out of ideas, I'm a dreamer and idea babies are happening every day. And I really get excited to serve our community. And I feel like I know them so well that as long as I think about what do I need the most right now in my life, that's usually how we create our next product. What do we need? What are we struggling with? And then deliver that to them too. So what doubts or resistance are you currently facing in your life? I would say a big thing, like I said, that I'm a dreamer and and I have lots of ideas is finding ways to express all of my gifts at the same time. You know, I have uh, my personal website, which is jadaselner.com, 
where I really just love to geek out on business and marketing and community building and building a business with love, choosing love over metrics. And I just love inspiring people, connecting with people and helping people feel supported in community. And so my struggle is balancing both passions, balancing both ideas, like how do I get my full gifts out into the world? Sometimes when I work on that part of my business and life, I feel like I'm cheating on simple green smoothies or I'm cheating on my community because I have some time and energy that's being focused towards uh, helping people in that world. And it's actually been a pretty long-term struggle for me because I think when you have a business that's successful and is getting a lot of attention to build something that isn't quite getting the attention yet, but it is still a full passion. I have a lot of doubts and insecurities about it because I don't have enough time and energy to invest in learning as much as I can to become the best at that as well. How do you handle it when that comes up for you? It's a lot of uh, conversations and I'm a mastermind junkie where two or more people come together and kind of just share their wins and then share their challenges and struggles of kind of what they're dealing with. So it's kind of like therapy for (laughs) entrepreneurs. I mean, anyone could be in a mastermind, just kind of like what is the roadblock that I'm facing in my life right now? So I talk about it a lot. I'm a verbal processor. And so just exploring on how to know that I'm not really cheating on my other business by putting energy into another business, but that is just a full expression of me and they actually feed each other and are fully integrated. And so I find ways to honor both of them, no matter which one I'm playing in. I love that. And what would you tell someone who's just starting out on this journey? I think it really comes back to just focusing on what is the one thing that I need right now. And that is it. If you can ask yourself that question and really reflect whether that's, I need more energy, I need to be more connected to my daughter, and then figure out what's the one action step to honor the thing that I want to feel in my life right now. We actually have had Jay Pappas on, one of the co-authors of The One Thing on the show. You can go to it at justlively.com slash Jay Papasan. So in case anyone wants to hear about The One Thing before they dive into the book, that's a chance to get a quick overview of the book. Jada, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing with us. I can't wait for your projects to come out. And thank you for spending time with us. Thank you, Jess. I love talking to you. And there you have it. Thank you so much for listening. And Jada, thank you for coming on the show. If you'd like to send Jada a message, you can go to Instagram. Her handles are at Jada Selner, J-A-D-A-H-S-E-L-L-N-E-R, or of course, at Simple Green Smoothies. And you can find me on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter at Jess, C as in Cozy Clothes Lively. And for show notes for this episode, you can find those over at JessLively.com slash Jada Selner. And now for a sneak peek coming up next week. We actually have two episodes next week because I am going to be trying a mini edition next Tuesday for my August favorites, sharing the things that I have loved reading, watching, buying, eating, whatever comes to mind that I've loved in August. This is a series that's very popular for a lot of the YouTubers that I follow. I really look forward to those episodes more than almost any other episodes they produce that month. So I decided it might be a fun thing to try out here. And if you guys like it, I'll keep going with it going forward. And then, of course, on Thursday, we have a regular full long form lively show for you as well. This one is a really fun and interesting topic. 
When Sarah Jones of introvertedalpha.com reached out, I knew I wanted to have a conversation with her here on The Lively Show. Sarah specializes in helping introverted males date and attract women naturally. And of course, this is definitely more of a show that is geared towards women or the audience is primarily women. So we're not just going to be talking about how males that are introverted can date more successfully or have more confidence. We're also going to be talking about how women can date introverted males more successfully. Or if you're in a relationship with an introverted person, we'll be talking about those dynamics as well. And of course, for any introverted females, we'll be touching on that too. Whether you're introverted or not, I think this is a really fun listen that gives you a new perspective on the introversion and extroversion and how those dynamics play out. Until next week, may something wonderful happen to you today. 